Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Hello and welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life, an inspiring, empowering series where some of the world's cutting edge, mind, body, spirit, healers, coaches, and leaders are coming together to share with you their wisdom, their tools, so that you can move beyond fear, self-doubt, limiting beliefs, plus heal, whether you're struggling with pain, chronic illness, or past trauma. So I'm Tanya Penny, your host, and I'm devoted to helping you heal, whether it's the illness, whether it's trauma, whether it's some other breakdown in your life so that you can enjoy and have a healthy body, a peaceful mind, a balanced life, because you really do deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with not only abundance, but ultimate freedom. And today, I'm excited to share the wisdom of Janet Erickson with you. We're going to be diving into the topic of nurturing your body so that you can heal and receive 100% in all areas of your life. So let me tell you a little bit about Janet before we dive into our conversation today. So Janet's journey began 30 years ago when a kinesiologist helped her heal a hernia that her doctor said only surgery would help. This experience inspired her to study various alternative therapies, which resulted in her becoming a certified kinesiologist, a licensed minister of spiritual healing, and the recipient of a Doctor of Divinity degree. Janet has combined techniques that she has been taught with those that she has been spiritually guided to, to produce a unique healing system that has gotten remarkable results. The healing system, which she calls spiritual feng shui, is used to balance how your energy interacts or responds to things that are going on in your life. And using this system, Janet has helped people lead healthier, happier, and more productive lives. She's an international healer and teacher who does work with people by phone, Skype, and in person. Ah, So welcome, Janet. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me, Tanya. I appreciate your contacting me, and I'm excited to help people today. Yes, wonderful. There's so many on on the planet now that are are reaching out, seeking out for, you know, alternative ways to heal, alternative ways to to better their lives. And it's it's really interesting. I just want to touch on your, you know, your journey. So many of us have this like health issue of our own, and then we're like on this path of seeking because Western medicine can't help us, whether it's you know, for me, it was multiple sclerosis. For you, it was this hernia that your doctor's like, no way, like, only surgery. And it's like, you know, that's really a calling for a lot of us to to look for that alternative way. And um, that's, 
you know, that's what we did, and that's why we're here today. So I just, the wake-up call, I, I call to, it. The wake-up call. Yeah, the wake-up call, or the dark night of the soul, some people call it, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so um, so that's so cool. I love that. I love, you know, when other people on on the podcast, other experts come, and they have that experience of that wake-up call or dark night of the soul through their health issue. So we're talking about nurturing your body today. So what does nurturing your body mean to you, and what does it look like for you on a daily basis? Well, nurturing my body means that, you know, I'm enjoying my life. I feel good. I'm happy and healthy. Um, I'm able to be the best that I can be. I'm productive. Um, And then it also includes that I have the abilities to handle uh, life challenges. Mm. So, you know, when I'm nurturing my body properly, those things come into balance and it just, life happens. You just kind of sail through it nicely. And then when you ask me about... mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that it's, you know, and it is really, this time on the planet, as I mentioned before we started, is not an easy time to be here. And yet we all ask to be here, I believe. And so, yeah, it's especially important at this time to learn how to balance, to learn how to nurture our bodies. And, yeah, I would love to hear, like, what do you do on a daily basis to nurture your body? Yes. So... What I do, it makes me think way back when I first got into this, and you mentioned about the hernia and all, and and just the steps that I was starting to take even before that happened in my life. And the first thing that I was awakened to was the amount of toxic load that we all have, you know, the toxins that are everywhere in our food and our water and and the environment and just, just everywhere. So the steps that I took was to just, start getting rid of that toxic load. And the more that I did those things, the more I'm nurturing my body because I'm putting better things into it. It's having more and better, vibrant, higher vibration energy. So I drank good and still do all these things. Drink good, clean water without chlorine Mm. in it. Don't drink water out of the tap. I don't even take a shower in chlorinated water because chlorine is, is a toxic chemical. And people are ingesting that every day, and it interferes with the proper function of your physical body. I um, eat foods that have no additives. I then upgraded to whole foods so that food was closer to how it was raised and grown, and then moving into eating organic as much as possible. Hmm. Then I found out how much of these toxins were in animals and how they raised them in the factories and how they were being treated and hormones and everything else that was put into the animals. So then I ventured on being a vegetarian. Then um, to continue to reduce the toxic load, and all along I was just feeling better and better as I was changing these things. I had more energy and more focus. It all helped. And it just was a great way to nurture myself. I upgraded anything that I put on my body besides putting in it, mm-hmm. anything that I put on there, skincare products, shampoos, anything that had chemicals in it or additives or colors or food coloring, 
all those things. I think a lot I of my... I think a lot of people forget about that stuff, right? They think, oh, you know, I'm I'm putting organic food in my body, right? But, right. but maybe I'm using yeah, like the whole water thing. Like even maybe people are drinking bottled water or you know good water, but then they're showering and bathing in. <laughs> You know, right, right. water, lotion. So a lot of people don't think about that, right? Yeah. So I learned that, you know, you don't want to put anything on your body that you wouldn't eat. Oh, that's a good right? one. <laughs> I better check my, I better, I better check what I have, what I'm using. Um, I try to, I try to be conscious about that too. But yeah, I don't think I could eat my shampoo right now. <laughs> right. right. But, but if you use Dr. Bronner's, you could. <laughs> right. I don't right. I might have to switch. <laughs> right, right. But you know, you, you you do the best you can. You pick the things that are most important. But generally, if you're going to use skincare yeah. products all the time, you know, you want to read the labels. And if it, if it's, you know, I raised two children. I taught them if you can't read what's on that label, if you can't read those words, why eat it? Oh my gosh! And That's so many foods, so many processed foods out there, right? It's like right, like shit. Right. We don't even know what the shit. We don't even know what shit we're eating. <laughs> Exactly. And so the same thing with cleaning products. You know, you do the best mm. you can with that, but if you can upgrade most of them, there's things yeah. that you can do, you know, to clean up the toxic load and then your body doesn't have to process all this and get it out and keep yeah. you clean and give it less and less to process, the better and more nurtured you are. So, you know, doing all these things, I raised two children this way. And what I noticed, I mean, besides me feeling better, what I noticed with my kids is while we're around other children and play groups and whatnot in school, they all had runny noses most of the time. They were sick a lot. And they took a lot of antibiotics. But my my kids never needed any antibiotics, which people were like, what? You know, man, that is is something because I remember growing. (laughs) It really is. I remember growing up. I, I was one of those kids. I... I had ear infections and sinus infections, and I was constantly on antibiotics. And it's crazy, too, and that's because what my led, that's grandparents... that's the MS. Yeah, one of the things, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, absolutely. That was definitely one of the things. There's lots of different toxins, right? Food, environment, stress, um, which we're not going to get into all of them today. But, yeah, it's, it's looking back, it's like my grandparents were farmers, but yet my parents were serving me processed food. Right, like heavily <laughs> right. processed right. food. It's so crazy, right? It's so crazy. So, so yeah, I love, I love that. Like, so looking at, so everyone listening, and you know, I always like to say, don't freak out and think you have to change everything today, because we know that stress and overwhelm creates, you know, illness, um, ill health as well. But what are some of the simple things that you know that Janet did mention? where that might be causing toxic load for you. Can you, you know, look at your water, look at, you know, the type of food you're eating, look at um, the products you're using, and just start small. You know, start making small changes. And, and we can't change anything we're not aware of, right? So, so don't beat yourself up for not doing something different that you didn't know about for today. And if you, even if you did know, don't beat yourself up. That's right. Yeah, that creates... Just- Consider it a blessing that you're hearing this and now you know, you know, you make an informed decision. Yeah. Of what, yeah. you know, Sometimes how you, you need to hear things more than once. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Repetition. Definitely. So besides, besides nutrition and 
um, toxic load of nutrition, in what other ways do you find it important to nurture your body daily? Because um, I also okay. talk so, about movement yeah. and rest. What else, what else is important to you? Okay, so you have the movement and rest done. That's great. Getting a good night's sleep is so important. And, and all these things, I say we're getting back to basics, like I mentioned before. So yeah. even basics of spirituality and prayer. And I already knew about prayer and how important it was. And then I learned about meditation. And what I discovered was that praying wasn't the end all to everything. Praying was just asking and having mm. gratitude. And meditation was the act of receiving. <laughs> so that created yeah. a nice balance for me and a, and a, and a strong, uh, you know, a good understanding of what was going on. Also got into, you know, not got into, but, you know, morphed into learning that, you know, optimism, how important it is to be optimistic about life, you know, the positive yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And another part of... Well, yeah, because those negative... Yeah. I, oh, I just want to stop a minute because I think that's a really no, important ahead. one. Um, you know that, gosh, and it's I find so many people in this day and age because of all the craziness that's going on in the world, they can get really caught up and stuck in that toxic emotions, um, the fear, the anger, the, God, what's, you know, this world coming to, like, and so, you know, it's not about turning your head and not seeing that stuff and wanting to do something about it, but it's still, I love you saying, like, but keep a positive attitude. Like, we don't have to have the attitude that the world's going to hell. Right, like we're all we're all damned. It's like no, let's let's stay in our positive energy, our positive. And how do you do that? You know? Thinking. People say, how well, do you do it? Meditation well, and prayer is well, one of the ways, right? Balance, but the the attitude of thinking that there's always a reason why something is happening, and there's something to learn from it, whether it is yourself, it, or if it's our country, or if it's globally, there is a higher purpose to everything that's happening, and once you accept that, then you can stay in an optimistic way of life. I believe that too. I, I teach that as well that, you know, and I know some people are like, oh, it's so cliche. And it's like, no, it's really, if you really do believe that, then it does create a lot less stress in your life and a lot less fear and a lot less trying to fight reality. Um, yeah. Because we can't. We don't, ultimately, we only have control over ourselves, and, that, and that's about it. Um, the other piece that I wanted to weave back to is I really love that definition of the meditation, right? Um, I've always been big in, um, well, not always, since the MS, I got back into spirituality. Um, but that meditation is not just, you know, laying there and trying to clear your mind. I love that you say, too, it's, it's praying, right? And then it's listening, right? It's yes. receiving. Um, and I love that. And I consider that to be a restful activity, um, not just sleep, but that meditation and prayer is, is what I consider a restful activity. So thank you for weaving that in. Um, yeah. Well, you continue. know, there's different kinds of meditation. You just got good yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. No, but there's different kinds of meditation out there, and people think that it is, you know, and and it is depends on what you study, but you know meditation is created to clear the mind. It can create a sense of peacefulness, like you're saying. Um, 
And then there's another form of med- meditation, which is what I do with people now. And it's my specialty. I call it active visualization meditation. It not only clears the mind, brings peace, it also opens a channel for healing and receiving information. So it kind of puts it together. Because um, a lot of people can't just, sit, a lot of people go, I can't do meditation. My mind runs all over the place. I can't do it. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, me too. Like, I used to, I used to, I used to think that too. And then I got into the type that I, that I use and teach, which is very much not like that. And it sounds like yours isn't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, give them something to do until they can get to the point where, you know, they're not in a monastery. They're not going to sit there and chant all day long to get them into that space. You got to get them there quicker. <laughs> so. Yeah, that that's, that's a lot of you know, that's a lot of time and energy to do that. <laughs> Most of us aren't gonna right. aren't gonna get there. Most of us aren't gonna get there. But but yeah. So let's move into. Thank you for sharing. You know, in your life, what that looks like. And so, how do you well, work with your people? Add one more thing. One more thing oh, yeah, before please. we go on. Just is that two other things was strengthening relationships are important mm. to nurturing, okay, having good, yeah. solid relationships in your life and even letting some go. And, yeah. you know, that's important to know that that is how you nurture yourself. Letting go of things is nurturing yourself. Um, and um, the last thing that I wanted to share was, that I learned how to support proper flow of energy, which is what you know you talk about energy healing and and whatnot in your introduction. And the most empowering is that I learned to listen, which you mentioned about in meditation. You receive, you listen. So yes, I I'm in full agreement with you on that. Listening, okay, it's like oh mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're so caught up in the rat race, we're so ca- caught up in the doing that we, we rarely take time to pause and listen. And I think that's one of the biggest causes of illness. So, um, yeah, I think that's really important, whether it's listening to your body, listening to others, um, and just, yeah, taking that, taking that space and time to pause. Um, yeah, so what does it look like when you work with your clients? Like, how do you support the people to, that you work with to nurture their bodies and to heal and receive more in their life? Well, I start out and I listen to what their goals are so that I can see what's blocking them. Um, and then I use energy balancing techniques to clear those blocks or resistance that comes up when they talk about their goals. And then I align them to the goals and supportive energies. I also show them a lot of of what they say or what they think can be keeping them from achieving their goals, you know, such as using words like try and should, because these are limiting words and those limiting and words. And it's so hard. Of, <laughs> yeah, it makes it hard. Uh, you know, they're struggling when they're using, well, I try to do that and I try well, you know, I should do that and do this. So, I mean, even if you can't, I can see energy, but even if you couldn't see energy, you would see that the energy stops flowing as soon as they they use those, use those words. So that's not helping them to nurture the energy flow within their body. It stops it. 
And well, it's not so, nurturing of themselves either when you um, – I taught – I love that you brought up the should word. I say that, you know, anytime you either silently or out loud should on yourself, it's like shitting on yourself. It's toxic. It's, it's harmful to yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally to do that, and it definitely keeps you stuck, right? Yes, exactly. Yep, that's it. Should on themselves. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and and what's interesting is when when I bring it to their attention, you're using try. Oh, I've heard you're not supposed to use try, but I can't stop it. And um, and so my work that I do with them moves them out of that limiting state of being. It gets them to be mm-hmm. able to stop using it and to start using more empowering words. Um. And, you know, really successful and people, you know, I worked on one one time, one fam- woman took that information to her family, called me up like several months later, said, my whole family and life has changed. And it was really mm. just shifting out of the word try and moving into the empowering words. Yeah, it's, it really yeah. is amazing because when we shift our language, it, it's it's also... When we consciously are catching ourselves and shifting our language, it's also shifting our mindset, our beliefs, which we know drives all of our actions or lack of. So I think that is so important, you know, for everyone listening who a lot of people ask, I'm sure you get this too, Janet, right? Like people that say, well, I know what to do. I'm just not doing it, right? I just, (laughs) like, (laughs) You know, I'm either not making the time or I'm just not, you know, I'm choosing the the wheat versus the the other better option or, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, well, let's look at the, let's look at the language. Let's look at the beliefs that you're holding, the mindset you're holding that's keeping you from taking right. different actions, right? And I've had people that have studied with psychologists, psychiatrists, and done many different forms of clearing. And I know people that have, and it has helped them a lot. But for some people, just talk therapy, they can't get that in their mind. They can't twist it. They can't reframe it. And and if you can look at what they're trying to do, you can see that the energy is twisted and, and keeping it and holding it there. And so you do the energy treatment on it. It releases it. Then all of a sudden they go, oh, wow, I can I can do that easily, you know. <laughs> so Why was it so hard beauty. before? Right. I was like, wow, you know how how many times I tried to do that and now I said, yeah, I just cleared that whole stuck energy in there that was holding you saying try. And so now you can not say it anymore. And then they go, I went five days without using that word, you know. (laughs) Well, and it's interesting. So, I mean, I know we'd need like another like five hours, but the stuck energy, I just, I think it's fascinating. I've been doing a lot of clearing of my own stuck energies and things like that for, you know, years, obviously, with clearing and healing the MS. But, you know, the stuck energies, they can, people often are like, well, what what are they and where do they come from? And, you know, so I'd love to hear your perspective on that. And, um, you know, how do we even know we have these, like, what are these energies and how do we know we have them? Like, how do we know that's what's holding us back? Well, because if you are have done many things in your life and, and you want to accomplish something or, or meet a specific goal when you're not able to get there, then that means there's stuck energy. There's something blocking you from doing that. Because once you put your mind to something, we all have the ability to accomplish anything. We may be, yeah. there are gifted pianists, but 
and they just sit down and they start to play the piano. And, but other people can sit down and learn to play. Just about anybody can learn to play the piano, given mm-hmm. the right instruction, given the right, I want to do it, the right incentive. We can, you know, that by everybody going to school. Everybody can learn, you know, 99% of people can learn to read. Even if someone can't learn to read at, you know, a college level, they can read fourth, fifth, sixth grade level. But, you know, it's when you're attempting to do something and it's not happening, whether it's your physical body And you want healthy. to do it. And you want <laughs> you to do want it. You want to do it. <laughs> yeah, you, yes. Yes, you want to change it because I've had people that were physically ill and you and they say, you know, I you know, I, I want to be healthy. But, you know, we'll get into talking about muscle testing, but if you test their body and you and they say I want to be healthy and their body says no, you got that's an energy block. There's something inside that person that's blocking them from being healthy. And and sometimes it could be a belief too, right? Because it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It really is interesting, this whole, um, and we're going to get into muscle testing next because I think that's really important for a lot of people. Um, yes. So, so yeah, you can say one thing, but then there can be, like you said, the energy or even a unconscious or subconscious belief pattern that, you know, is holding them back from the thing that they say they want. Right. Something when you're talking about a belief pattern, one of the other things that happens with poor people is I work with them and they say, I don't get it. You know, all these things out there about positive affirmations and we'll use physical issues for all purposes today Mm -hmm. is that, you know, they'll come and they'll say, you know, I say all the time, I'm healthy, I'm healthy, I'm healthy, I'm healthy, I'm healthy, you know, all this. And and then. what I found is that they don't there's there's a belief system that's blocking them. I mean, how can you say you're healthy if you can't get out of bed in the morning? How can you say you're well, healthy if you're walking you can't yes. go for a walk? Right? Janet so Janet, that- it's it's the whole it's the whole law, I'm sorry to say for people who love law of attraction, the law of yes. attraction bullshit. Law of attraction right. alone will not work for 95% of the population because you have to clear and shift those negative self-limiting normally you're not even aware of them beliefs that are lurking in your subconscious um, or you can possibly affirm all day long and you'll get nowhere or very very little you know or not get very far so Right. Anyways, I'll get off my so immediately, immediately I get them to reframe that and say, you've got to say something that you believe that's going to get you to where you want to be, you know? And so it's like, instead of I am healthy, it's like, I'm ready to be healthy. Yeah. I am learning exactly. how to be healthy. I'm taking the steps to be healthy. And, I, and then, you know, like through muscle testing, you can show people how the body then responds to that. And that it accepts it, and it's strong, and it's more empowering. And so there's no resistance to that. There is definitely resistance when somebody states an affirmation that they don't believe. Because inside, you know, your body looks for evidence when you start, your mind starts looking for evidence when you say things. And so the only evidence that one has is that they can't get out of bed. They can't do this. They don't have the energy. They wake up with uh, allergies every day. You know, how can they be healthy when they have that happening? So you mm-hmm. want to give them something that 
that they they can grasp onto and then take, like you said, baby steps. Perfect sense. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that, you know, that I do now, because you had asked me what do I do now, now, besides sharing what I have done to nurture myself, you know, teaching people to get back to basics like we talked about today, these other things mm-hmm. we just talked about. Um, as as a doctor of divinity now, I use my skills to remove any blockages one may have to being fully connected to spirit because that's the guidance. Mm-hmm. And when you're fully connected to spirit, you receive and you receive information that's right for you. And um, so, you know, that's the perfect way for nurturing yourself is to have a good connection, to feel that and to know that that information is your information. Um, yeah, I call and it running it through yeah. your, your, your truth filter, right? Because there's so much... There's so much information out there that tells you how you're supposed to heal, right, or what can, what can heal you when everybody's body is different, right? Everybody needs something different, different pieces, different parts to heal. And, you know, one of the ways that um, you work with people and help them to teach them that is, is through the muscle testing. And I love... Um, you know, I know that we've got five to ten more minutes here, and I'd love for you to kind of get into that, make sure we have enough time for that. Is tell us, tell us about the muscle testing. I know a lot of people have probably heard about it. Maybe some people haven't. But how can people, you know, how can why is it important, and how can people use that to help themselves heal? Um, okay, so I guess the best way I can explain it is, as we could talk a little bit about your brain. So think about like when you cut yourself, okay, your brain sends a signal to your body so that your body sends out what it needs to the area so that it can heal what was damaged. And your brain is sending signals, right, so you agree with that, that's what happens, right? So your brain is sending signals all of the time. It is the master controller. Um, It's what tells your muscles to pull you back to pull your hand back should you get too close to a fire, right? So there's just this master controller that's giving you the information that you need. It also gives your body the information to heal. When you go to eat something, you're going to use food again, but this can all be for anything that's going on in your life. But when you eat something, your brain will send a signal to your body whether the food is beneficial or or if it's not. So kind of Here's something that people can relate to. You walk into a room of people. Some people sit on the couch. Some people sit in the chairs. You walk over to the couch and you go, ooh, and you back up and you go and sit in a chair on the other side of the room. What was that? Hmm. What is that? Okay, so we know it's intuition. Where does the intuition get sparked from? Your brain sends a signal to say, don't sit on that couch. It's not beneficial. It's like putting your hand in the fire. Don't go there. Go over there. It's a better place for you to be for you, okay? So if you know that your brain is sending these signals out all the time, how, how can you tap into that those signals? Because what happens with food and other things, emotions and whatnot, is we get conditioned not to hear or, or receive those signals or listen to those, what the, the signals the brain is sending out to the body 
to tell you what you know what what's beneficial and and what's not so with muscle testing you make a connection to that brain signal through your body and you get the information that your brain wants you to hear hmm. and then you can make the choices that are more beneficial for you. So, and I just want to clear something up here. Yeah, it does. But I want to clear something up because I want people to realize that when you say brain, you don't mean the ego mind. <laughs> because that can get in the way. Right. The ego mind, the conditioning, is actually the thing that can get in the way of you getting the guidance. Right. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Like, so I just want to uh, like, put that out there. Cause right. I, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So how do you get conditioned? <laughs> Let's, we could talk about, you talk about the ego mind and just things that you do in your life and how you're brought up and personalities oh, yeah. and emotions and stuff. But it, let's stick with food because this is the yeah. basic way to start in learning this is, you know, you get conditioned when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. Yes. Um, you get rewarded for behavior through food. You know, all these things condition you to not listen to that signal, but to respond to food from through conditioning. So muscle testing helps you to get through the conditioning, and then you can connect to the signals that the brain's sending. And, and um, there's a lot more to hear when you tap into the signal, but right now we're just talking about um, food. I know it's, it's hard yeah. to yeah. teach muscle testing over the phone, but I can give a simple technique <laughs> that people can... Yeah. Yeah. This is this is awesome. I you know I do classes. People pick this up. Boom! It's like ninety-five percent of the people in the room get this right away. I like teaching the muscle testing because it's you know it's more involved and whatnot. But you know why not start with something simple, and you can learn the other later. Um, but um, and people can start to learn practicing to to listen to their body. I call it the sway. There's other names. I, I love this way. I'm glad you're talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this is great. And, you know, I just, I, people come and I work on children. I show them this way and they go, what? They just love it. And basically, here's the, the easy, the easiest and get the most effective and positive responses from this way is you face north if possible. That's the best to do if your body is facing north. And then you stand up straight. You have good posture. Get yourself nice and straight with your feet slightly apart, like shoulder width, or you can actually just very, not real tight together. Mm -hmm. um, then you want to close your eyes and you just kind of want to focus on your body and see that your body is straight up and down and, and you're not swaying or doing anything. You're just nice and straight. And what you do, what you want to do next is you want to hold an apple or something that you use, you know, something you like, and you hold it in front of you, just right out in front of you, between your two hands or with one hand, and you pay attention to your body. And what happens is, if this is something that your body wants, it will sway towards it, like saying, yes, I want this. Yes, this is beneficial. Mm. Okay? And if it goes back, it's saying, no, that's not beneficial for you right now. Doesn't mean it's not mm. beneficial for you tomorrow because there was a missionary that had a child that 
was highly allergic to things, and she learned muscle testing. I, she didn't know this way at the time, but I showed her how to do the muscle testing, took this information with her out of the country for four years. Every day she tested everything that went into her child, and one day an apple would test good, another day it wouldn't. But those allergies were under control by just testing everything that she put into his mouth every day. <laughs> so it was a Well, and I think that's a good tool. point. It, yeah, and it's a good point is just because you might not test for something today, we change and grow every day. So if you're doing the sway test and, you know, whatever it is, and today you, you're, or at this moment even, you're getting a no, I've had it like I get a no for the morning, but I might get a yes for the evening. Um, yes. You know, so it's just, it's so interesting. It's, but it's, it's that constant listening and asking the body, like, body, what do you need now? And I love the sway test. I'm so glad you chose mm-hmm. to talk about that so when one. My, I think when, my children were, simple. when my children were younger and I was doing the testing, uh, my one daughter came over and wanted the strawberries. And I said, wait a minute, I test, they look great. You know, I, I tested them and I was like, this is, it was like, no, these are, these are negative. Came out in the news the next day, they had that bacteria and people were all sick. Oh, wow. Because so there's your intuition, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I tested the whole family, you know, it wasn't just for her. I was like, is this, are these beneficial to buy, to bring home today? Would these be, you know, good to, and I got, no. And um, yeah. so as you learn how to muscle test, you can learn percentages, you know, how beneficial or not. It was the first time right. that I learned that you can test in the negative, and it was a negative 50, and a negative 50 to me meant that it was harmful. And then you can also, like if you get a yes for something, I'm just thinking of like supplements, you know, um, then you can start to ask how many. Right. So once you get yes. good with the, like the yes no practice, then yes. you can start asking like how much or how many. And again, you guys, we're not just talking. Starting with food is simple, but then you can take this to other things. Like I've used the sway test, and Janet, I'm sure you have too. For like, if I'm going to make an important de- a business decision, let's say, I'll picture myself like doing the thing that I'm wondering, and my body will go back or it'll go forward if it's a good thing for me to do. Um, so you can use it for anything once you learn to do it, but food is probably the most simple to start with. Would you agree? And I always start people, yes, I start people with that. And one of the things that happens is if they go, I didn't move at all. I'm just still standing solid. Why didn't I go forward or back? Is there something wrong with me? I just want to point it out because your listeners will most <laughs> likely practice this, you know, so, and they'll be standing there, wait a minute, I'm not moving. So what does not moving mean? It means maybe or neutral. It's not beneficial. It's not harmful. It's neutral. So if you want to eat mm. that piece of chocolate, <laughs> it's like it's not beneficial for me, but yet it's not harmful for me. It's neutral. And do you really want to eat it? You, you say, you know, kind of thing. Or maybe, or maybe your guidance says, well, it's not dark. It needs to be dark. No. <laughs> Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate. Yes, no. Not no. What chocolate. if this is dark chocolate? Oh yeah, now I'm swaying forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it can be really fun. And I noticed for me, sometimes um, <clears throat> is that I needed to like slow down and wait a minute for my body to make a decision. So it wasn't always like an automatic, you know, woo, like I'm falling forward and I'm falling backwards. Sometimes it was 
you know, it took like a few seconds before my body made a decision. Um, right. So that's why I tell people to stand. Yeah. And if you're, and you, if you can know where north is, that makes it even more effective. And the fact that they pay attention, get attention to a good posture, and then the closing of the eyes, because then you really connect with your body and what it's doing. And lots of times people yeah. will go to pick up what they're going to test, and they start moving even before they pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. I hadn't heard of the north facing north before, so I'll start um, if I can figure out which way north. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not a good direction person, but but yeah, that's interesting. Get Why a, north? Get yourself a little. Uh, um, it just compass. because what we're we're working. Yeah, it's a compass, and we're working with the magnetic energy of the earth when we're doing this. And there's specific tests as gotcha. you go along to do to make sure that your body is giving you the right information. That's why I said this is not going to make you an expert overnight, but it's going to give you a good start, some things to practice with. And what's really important is to practice with things you know are not good to ingest. Just yeah. so you know. Like no-brainers. Like training. no-brainers. You know, yeah. like a thing a comet, you know, a dish detergent, you know, <laughs> so that, you know, you can see what your body's doing and, and, and then you can start to trust the process more. And also, yeah. you know, there is a training training curve within this as well as you're doing it so that, you know, you're learning to communicate and hear the messages from your body and pick up what your brain is sending to it. And, and so it's just, you know, it's a process. Give it a little time. Some people get it immediately. But like I said, practice yeah. with things you know are good, things that you know yeah. are not, so that you can get a feel of how your body does respond when your brain gets the message, you know, oh, no, I'm not going to eat this and you're going to go back, you know. Yeah, I think that practice is really important, not to get, like, frustrated or say, you know, forget it, it's not working. Like, it takes practice. You know, I had somebody pretty much do it for me the first couple of years, and then, you know, and during that time I was practicing too, but I always had somebody double-check it. Um, my my nutritional therapist at the time double check it, and um, yeah. even now sometimes I'll still have I'll still like get a second opinion once in a while, especially if I'm going to buy a, a new supplement or something like that. Because here's the thing: we we still a lot of us are still working on releasing that conditioning. So you know I might really want to get a yes for something because I think I either quote unquote should get a yes for it or I just really want it. And um, <laughs> I like that chocolate. Yeah. Um, well, which right, but yeah, shows, yeah, yeah. So it, it leads me right into what I wanted to tell you about. You know, this whole thing is, like you said, is an enhancing. This is perfect for enhancing your ability to listen. But to listen, you need to be in a receptive, like you're saying. I'm going to put in a non-judgmental frame of mind. So, like you said, you know, I really want to have that. Well, if you're in a non-judgmental frame of mind. You step out of that. You step out of the ego. You just get into what's best and really connect and let the brain send the signal and you listen to it. So what I found the best, one of the best things to do for people to get them into that state is what I'm going to include in a special gift to everybody. Yay! And I was just getting ready to cue you because I know that we're at the end of our time. Can you thank you so much for also keeping us on track. So tell us about your free gift. I think it's called Nurture Your Energy Body ebook plus meditation. Tell us about it. 
Yep. So how to how to nurture your energy field and your energy body. What I'm going to do in there is I'm including two simple but very powerful techniques that properly ground yourself. And these things help to enhance your ability to listen because it gets you into a receptive, non-judgmental frame of mind. And uh, so they're great techniques. They are. People go, these are really simple. But if you practice them, it really makes good connections. The more you practice the techniques, the better your listening becomes, and you'll become more focused and better able to get things done besides being able to learn how to listen when you're doing the sway. Okay. And, right. It's um, listening in all ways, not just not just the sway test. It's like we want to get good at listening all the time, um, no matter what, right? And and checking in for any area of our life, listening for guidance and um, mm-hmm. clarity. Exactly. Yeah. And then I'm going to include so you- a, um, a, a, a. I lost it. The audio and audio meditation. And it's a guided meditation. It's an active visualization meditation. When you get into the book, it'll explain why I'm offering this to you and you know, your special guests and your audience. And um, any questions, contact information is on there if you need to ask me anything about what it's all about. And I would be glad to help anybody who wants help. Awesome. Thank you so much for offering that gift. I'm definitely going to download it. So you guys, the way that you can receive Janice's Nurture Your Energy Body ebook and meditation audio and all the other good stuff is if you are listening to this on my website, you can just right underneath the audio player where you're listening, there'll be a link that you can click to Janet's free gift. If you are on iTunes or Podbean, Go to tanyapenny.com and click on podcast, which is up on the top of the toolbar. And it'll actually take you to a page that hosts all of the interviews and all of the free amazing expert gifts. So, Janet, thank you so much. And um, do you have any parting words, like any little nuggets that you just want to leave people with before we um, before we end today's really awesome conversation. Well, I would just like to add to what you said in the beginning when I was going through my list of all the things that I've done over the years to nurture myself, and that would be to remind people that it you take one step at a time. You learn something mm-hmm. and you incorporate what you can into your life. And don't allow yourself to get stressed out about it or beat yourself up because you're not doing these things, change takes time. If you do it too quickly, you'll go back to where you are and and just not do anything. So baby steps, little changes at a time. Do something that you can change, baby steps, and, and, and you'll be more happy and more successful with empowering yourself in your life. And, and less stressed. <laughs> yeah. Because we kind of... Yeah, I mean, we try to sometimes, yeah, absolutely. It's like I tell people who are trying to, like, incorporate all their changes at once. It's like, and now you're totally stressed out and overwhelmed. So it's kind of going against what you're, you know, what we're trying to do here. So, so yeah, just to add on to Janet's um, baby steps is, you know, one of the 
things I like to remind you guys is progress, not perfection, right? So, so taking those small baby steps and looking at your progress every day, even if it's small, you guys. Our ego wants to like jump to having 100%, 100% fully healed, 100% whatever it is. And change takes time. So really looking at your progress every day. And, um, and if you haven't yet, you know, besides Janet's awesome gift and all the other experts, please do go and grab your Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Starter Kit. It's the 10 Keys Blueprint um, that I have used to heal my body and also really heal every area of my life, love, money, passion, purpose. Uh, it includes an audio lesson and also my secret tool, the Guided Therapeutic Meditation Practice. And it'll help you co-create and live the healthy, passionate, purposeful life of your dreams. So thank you again, Janet. And um, just thank you, everyone, for being here. And if you're here, then you're here for a reason, right? You were meant to hear something on today's call. And uh, feel free to share it with your friends. Feel free to pass it on. Pass on the wisdom and the tools. So um, thanks, Janet. And thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful week, a beautiful month, and um, stay tuned for the next amazing expert interviews. Bye. Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to leave us a favorable review at iTunes. And remember to visit tanyapenny.com to receive all of your favorite free expert gifts, including Tanya's virtual workshop, The Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprint.